Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Roll. My name is Zach Browning, and I'm sorry we had to take a week off last week. My fucking microphone decided to die last second, so that sucks. I have a brand new mic. I hope you can tell the difference in audio quality. May have to mess with the levels a little bit midstream, and also may have to mess with a bunch of video and video quality stuff, because my internet is just pure trash right now. I have no idea why. Every time I go live, I drop frames. So I'm trying my best to make sure that I have my computer only running the stuff I need. So bear with me there. I did drop my frame, my, my bit rate down to like 2,500. So hopefully, um, hopefully that's fine. But my, ugh, I think it, maybe it's because of the weather just ripping across America right now, or if it's something like that, but it's, it's been pretty bad as of late. I've been getting like random blips of disconnections. So hopefully we can last for a good three hours here. But anyways, uh, a couple of announcements before we get into it. Um, we're officially on every podcasting format. I know I said this last time we streamed, but we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on oh God, Amazon Music, we're on all sorts of stuff. So if you want to listen to the audio of this, well, say you're driving, going on a road trip, um, you know, uh, you can download it for free on any, uh, on any podcasting platform. Um, all of that being said, shirts are in stock. This is a, this is why we tell stories. I would stand up, but uh, this one is a little skin tight, and I haven't washed it yet, so haven't been able to stretch the material out. <laughs> and you guys don't want to see that. But uh, if you want to go check that out, I will be running a sale starting Monday tomorrow. I will have the code out uh, in the description of the YouTube video tomorrow. Um, probably running a 15% off, that's my guess, uh, but I will get the code and I'll post it on Twitter. So you want to check that out and you want to feel like uh, supporting us financially, that's the best way to do it. But other than that, we have a lot to get into, um, a lot to go over. Uh, we are freshly leveled up, um, so you'll be able to see the new character cards there, new stats. People are, the, these guys are overpowered for being only level eight. So let's, uh, let's hop right into it. Hopefully these guys aren't being degenerates the second I undeafen. I can tell some of them are already watching. I'm looking at you. All right, let's just do it. <laughs> uh, he uses his balls as a trigger. Bam, bam. <laughs> when he's got a reload, he just pumps his dick once. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Zach. Welcome back. Why? What? Like... <sighs> Just... You knew what was going on. <laughs> you knew. And yeah. yet you still chose to go forward with it. Okay. Were you able to look at it, Mousy? Yeah. Were you uh, able to look at it, Zach? What? I just sent it to Zach. <laughs> Where is this thing? Okay, hold on. Todd, I'm sending you a screenshot because I Zach, I sent you a you log in. picture. I felt my phone vibrate. That was you. Okay. Yeah, look at it. Don't show stream. Yeah. Do not show stream. I'm not streaming it. What the fuck? Watching Zach's bubble go to that picture killed me. <laughs> like, why is it go why is it pointing to the sky like it's looking for sunlight? Wait, the mod I saw didn't have it was flaccid. What? 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 Wait. Hang on, I'll send pictures. Corgan. Mousy, I'm sending you a picture. Corgan, just 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 because. Just because I say that and I hope it doesn't doesn't mean I don't know deep down that we're all just a bunch of de degenerates. So, 
Okay, I, I resemble that question. remark. Is this an anime? No, it's a uh, game. No, it's from a game. game. It's a mod for a game. Where you can just run around as a butt naked. Oh character. my god. But right? It, it's Wait, not, let me show you the hairy butt. Why is it just like... A real person, right? Guys, no. guys. It's, it's, so, it's so feral looking. Guys, there's... <laughs> There, there's there's mimics in, in front of... He shaved, too. Uh, you can probably count every hair on his ass. Wait. I, I, I need to see more of this. I'll send, I'll send you I'll send you the link. Hold on. This is the most derailed beginning you ever. To you, have to, you have to log into the... I'm just going to send Todd the picture. Todd, uh, I'm going to send you the picture, the picture of the, the button. Are we like all drunk today? Like, are we all sending every each of us the same picture repeatedly. No, I'm just like this. <laughs> okay, Lex, I've already seen that picture. Zane, does a Did 21 you hit your armor class? Pictures? Oh, I see mousies. Wow. Yes, it would. Okay. <laughs> right. Surprise round because these jumped I'm out at you. Switch, I'm switching games. <laughs> Uh, Zane, in this mod. we're all about to start downloading Resident Evil for, Zane, the, for Zane, the D &D session. Zane, you take nine points of piercing damage as a, oh. as a, as a as the uh, mimic hops ahead and jumps out at you. Um, I like how Zach's like, "Let's go, let's go, let's go." Uh, yeah, I'm done talking about Leon's dick, so let's uh, let's do this shit. <laughs> Not explain. Okay. <laughs> You guys, are you guys ready for me to do a slight recap since we haven't been playing it in two weeks? Yeah. What's okay. What's Zane, you don't take that damage. I'm just. Oh, you trying. bastard! I've already deducted. What is a Leon? So okay. One of the best characters in the RE universe. I guess. What's a Johnson? And just like that, everybody dies. Um, Good thing I rerolled. Yeah. I already rolled in my next characters. I know. All right, all right, all right. Let's evil. let's let's reel Maybe it in. I'm dead. My other character's already here. Let's go. Let's reel it in, you horny motherfuckers. Let's. All right. Uh, last we left off, you guys are sent into uh, the high magistrate's home uh, to search for any sort of clues to a clear your name as well as. Uh, uh, Basically, uh, throw the throw the high magistrate under the bus, um, and make sure that only he is responsible for his crimes. After finding, uh, after fighting some elementals up in uh, that were definitely used as a, some sort of trap mechanism within the house. Uh, after some harrowing uh, encounters with that, uh, some of you almost dying, uh, you're able to pick yourselves back up and make your way through the house. That's where you made your way downstairs and found the High Magistrate's uh, private study. Um, that's where you found different notes pertaining to secret organizations and proof that there that he was conspiring against Ebrax, as well as proof that he was conspiring with uh, with Torben, the uh, uh, the vampire that abducted all of you briefly. Um, Beep uh, summoned what seems to be a gnomish robot type familiar that speak that speaks in a uh, interesting accent and is a bit boisterous, but speaks for Beep, which is a welcome change compared to what all of you are used to. Uh, uh, Ori, along with Alara, uh, Alara casting detect magic, uh, found a 
multiple different magical traces, but one that was curious on a specific book uh, that looked to be uh, illusion magic. Uh, upon going and uh, investigating that, uh, you found yourself in the current situation you're in now, which is a hidden library uh, hidden behind a, uh, a false bookcase. Um, that is where all of you are now. In the center of the room, you find a long table with what seems to be a, um, a diagram or written in a language that none of you understand with a diagram of what looks to be a uh, slime-like humanoid creature with different things pointing to it. Um, you also see all sorts of different books on magical theory and thing, everything like that. Ori, you walk up, you've walked up and found a pile of gold, uh, ranging to thousands of gold coins. And, uh, as you summon Zane over to help, uh, unlock the two chests surrounding it, uh, two mini, two, two mimics, these chests seem to grow teeth in, and uh, organic matter and jump out at you. Now they get now they get their surprise round. Uh, so let me re-roll. Zane. It's the natural one. Hell yeah, you ain't hit me with that. <laughs> it it goes to hop forward and the uh as as it goes to hop forward, it just kind of like Bites at your foot and misses you completely. Ori, um, this one's going to hop out at you. Surprise round. That is a natural 19, so that would be a... What is their plus? That hits. <laughs> so 20, 24 to hit. Now you take uh, six points of piercing damage. Um, let me make sure that there's... Okay. All right. So that is their surprise round. Um, you all, all, you all rolled initiative except for I need initiative from Elka, Thaddeus, and Alara, please. What am I rolling? Initiative. Damn. Damn. Hold on. Speed slow. Not bad. Not bad for a goblin with little legs. Leggies. Uh, descending. So, uh, to top off the, the round, Elka, you are over by this magical uh, this table with an orb in the center of it. You see these two mimics spring to life from across the room. What do you want to do? Um... Bunny hop. These ceilings are are quite tall. They're about thirty to forty feet tall. Just so you're aware, for bunny. Okay. Hop. I think I can. I could only bunny hop fifteen feet, so I'd really only get to forty-five total here. Yeah. So if you wanted to, if you wanted to bunny hop over Beep's head, and uh, I'm for, I'm blanking on uh, his his uh, his boy's name. Um, Clovis. Clovis. Uh, you could bunny hop and then move your full thirty feet to get to the corner of the table. You probably be Can able I to. You'd be able to jump up onto the table. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Yeah, with your um, with your dexterity, I, I'll allow it. 
Cool. Okay, so I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna take out my crossbow. Okay. I don't know why I'm not rolling with the dice that I own. Bam. 12 to hit. That just hits. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, they're mimics, they're not there. Not that strong. Fifteen damage. Sorry, I had to count. Fifteen. Oh wait, damage? no, not fifteen. Sorry, I can't, I don't know why I added that much. Ten. Ten points of damage. Nice. You uh, so you sorry, you're shooting your crossbow. Yes. Okay, so you shoot your crossbow and you, you hit it kind of like in like like in the mouth, uh, seeing that that's probably the only part of its body that won't deflect your arrow or your crossbow bolt. Uh, nice hit. Anything else you want to do? Still have a bonus action and no more movement, but bonus action. Um, no, I'm good right now. Okay. That's the end of your turn. Vaten, you're up with uh, the Mimics on deck. Yeah. Uh, I'm just double checking a spell here. Okay. Yeah. So you're... I'm hearing this going on. I'm just yeah. going to go. Whoops. Hope if I go here so I should go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You'd be able to damage. You'd be able to just see the tops of the uh of the mimics crate if you're if you're using like a, a ranged attack they would have uh, half cover from where you're at. Okay. Um yeah considering I don't think I have anything that I want to necessarily use. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything that would be super helpful. So um, I'm going to go ahead and um, bonus action magic stone on three of my um, pebbles and go ahead and launch one. Okay, roll uh, and, roll attack. Yep. Uh, and technically that's out of range that's disadvantage so oh, yeah and it gets a plus who takes it yeah uh, where do I go there it is oh yeah you there uh we go. we're off to a rip roaring start you go to, you go to, you go to throw your magic stone and you you aim wide and it glances off the top of Vori's horns and shoots off somewhere into the uh, library oops Apologies, large one. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be good to it. <laughs> Does it dispel once you throw it? I actually don't know how Magic uh, Stone works. Once it hits, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, that's what I thought. Huh? Good looking out. Yep, and I still have two pebbles in my hand for my sling as well. Okay, there you go. Uh, do you have anything else you want to do? Nope, that was movement action and bonus action. Okay, it is now the Mimic's turns. Uh, Alara's going to be on top of where he said, so she's actually way out of their range uh, since they're about they're about waist high to, uh, to Zane. Uh, so Zane, the one in front of you is going to go for a... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's going to go for a bite attack on you. 
that is a 20 to hit. It's cool. That's a 10 points of piercing damage. And now that it's in range with you, um, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, didn't get it on the surprise, but when now that it's in combat with you, it gets it. So, Just for clarity's sake, is this a poison? Uh, no, it is not. Okay. I'm just going to keep my die on the table. Jesus. Uh, 14. 14, you make the save, yeah. As 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 it bites into your leg, it, you see it try to go for another... It try, you see it try to clamp down onto your uh, um, onto your leg, but it can't. You're able to move out of the way before, or rip it, at, rip it, rip your leg out of its mouth before it can fully clamp down. Um, but that is says that one's turn. Now the second one's gonna go and attack Ori again. It's Sixteen to hit Ori. That misses. Misses. So yeah, it, it bites wide. Uh, that is. Do they have anything? <clears throat> no, they don't. Okay. So, yeah, that's their turn. Uh, Zane, it's your turn. Hmm. Can I fit into that space next to the bookshelf? <laughs> that's uh, technically yes, but your back's going to be up against the bookshelf. So, you won't be able to, like, if, if it were to take a bite against you and try to do the dexterity and you had to make the dexterity save, you'd, you'd roll a disadvantage. Because it'd be considered difficult terrain. Uh, I'm doing this. At level one. Tasha's costume. On both of them, since it's a straight line. Okay. Shoot so, acid straight down their gullets. And sorry, what's the save? Dex save? Yep. Uh, they both fail. Ooh. At the start of their turn, so yeah. Do that damage later. Are you just casting at first level? Yeah. Okay. Alright, uh that's all I got. You see um how much what was the damage? At or, the start of their turns. Oh, okay. Cool. You see them. I'm going to say for this case, you're, you see, you use your spell and they don't even seem to acknowledge the spell as, as you cast it, but we'll get to that at their turn. Uh, if they survive that long, they have an Ori staring down at them. Um, uh, okay. Anything else you want to do? Nope. Okay. Uh, is now Anders turn. Oh boy, does Ander have a spell slot left? He does. Uh, Ander is going to move his full motion, which is right here. And he's going to cast his last mass healing word because all of you are still kind of dinged up. Um... What's the range on that spell? I think it's 120 feet. Um, 
men within 60 feet up to six creatures within 60 feet of him. So that's going to, he's going to get uh, Vaten, Beep, Thaddeus, Elka, and unfortunately Ori and Alara are out of his range. So you, you three are going to get Masculine Word, which is a D4 plus his spellcasting modifier. Okay, that's a four. Um, so you get uh, eight points of heal. Eight points of healing. Just he kind of throws it out there, and he he knows he's out of range. So he's that's that's his uh. That's all he is going to do. Uh, that is, I believe, yeah, that's his turn. Wait, masculine word is. That's an action. Okay. Oh, it's a bonus action. Shit. Never mind. Uh, so he's gonna use his action to double dash. Which would be, he's going to make, you see him r run up, like, what the fuck's going on? And then kind of like go over can there. I, can I use my reaction to pass him one of the pebbles? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll let that. So he's, uh, thanks. Uh, but that is his turn. Uh, Ori, you're up. Uh, Ori's going to go right here. Reminder, you haven't had a long rest or a short rest since the... I'm out of... Play. Uh, second wind and action surges. Yes. Just wanted to remind you. Uh, he's going to hit the one to his left with his axe. Yep. And that is a 19 on the roll, so it's a crit. Okay. <clears throat> roll two attacks, actually. actually. You think I should roll two? I don't know how much health he's... I, I don't know how much damage you're gonna do, so Okay, I'll just roll for Yeah, go and roll one and we'll see see what it does. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Although you did cross into the Tasha's caustic brew, I am gonna need you to make a dexterity saving throw at the end of your uh turn. Just so you're aware. Why? This stream of S emanates from, from you in a line of 30 feet wide direction. Each creature in the line must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be covered in an acid for a spell's duration. Yeah, so, he, he wasn't in it when it started. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that's fine. I didn't know if that was like a lasting oh, I effect. Didn't, I didn't know if it was like a puddle or something. Right, no, that was... It, yeah. it just persists <laughs> on the creatures it hits. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, does radiant damage do anything else? Mm, just standard damage for them. Okay. 66 damage. You cleave it in half as you swing your axe down, and uh, the it, you see the chest, like, you see the tongue, like, reach out and then go stiff, and then it the both, both, like, halves of the chest just split open and you see the insides of a mimic which is gross pinkish purple organs with nothing but really a, a stomach and a heart and a tongue but it is dead Ooh. for the sake of that I will go ahead and move it that way then I'm going to use my extra attack on the other one okay turn around hit it Uh, 27 to hit. Yeah, it definitely hits. 
32 damage. It's uh, still hanging on. Then I'll use my bonus action for my glaive. Okay. 25 to hit. 25 hits. Thirty-six. Thirty-six points of damage. How do you want to do this? Uh, you're just gonna just. Sh uh, uh, I don't know actually. <laughs> uh, it'll just cut it in half down the middle. Okay, just just same as you did the other one. You cut it down the middle, and they are two dead mimics. Is that all you want to do on your turn? Guess so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thaddeus, it's your turn. Uh, isn't the fight dead? Both the mimics are dead. Okay, do I sense there's something else in the room that needs to be attacked? Make a perception check. Eight. You uh, look around. You don't see anything. Alright, well, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to pull my hood over my head. And I'm going to move over here. Okay. Alright, uh, do you want to hold your action or anything for uh, if something yeah, pops up? I'm hold and I'm holding my action okay. in case something comes up. Alright, cool. Um, so you hold your action. Uh, that's your turn. Alara, you're, you just watched Ori part these things uh, down, um, down the middle. Do you, do you want to do anything? No, I'm going to save my action as well. I'm just going to sit tight on top of Ori's head if I'm not already there. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, so you're going to sit tight. Beep. It's your turn along with Clovis. What do you want to do? All right, so... Let me see. Beep will move to here. And Clovis is going to stick by him for now. Okay. And... We haven't located the last enemy, right? Uh, as far as you know, there's a. Uh, there are no. Enemies. There are no enemies. Okay, can I can I make a perception check, just to be sure? Yeah, make a perception check. Okay. Twenty-three. I'll do it. Uh, you see a. Kind of a, a shimmer of light coming from right here. And as you look at it, um, as it realizes you're, you're seeing it, uh, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. 
seven. It's a fail. You feel your body. Make one for Clovis as well. Okay. Which is, I, uh, I, he has a stat block, I think. Yeah. Now. So he has a wisdom of 13. Okay, so it's a, he gets a plus one to his roll, so go ahead and... Just one d20? Yeah, just roll d20 plus one. Eighteen. He succeeds. You feel your body tighten up uh, just out of nowhere. Uh, and you are now paralyzed until the end of your next turn. Um, as you look at it, it, you see the shimmer. But noticing that Clovis is unaffected, you're going to see a... A little flying, as soon as the thing pops up, there it is. Uh, you're going to see a little flying, red, demonoid-looking creature turn invisible, uh, uh, uninvisible, and just stare at you and just smile. Um, but that is uh, your turn. Um, Elka, you watch Beat freeze up. Um, actually, wait, before it's Elka's turn, it's Clovis, uh, Clovis does have an action. He sees this, there's his reaction to, to, to paralyze you. So, uh, you see Clovis can move because he's unaffected. Okay. I think, I think he can move another five feet from where he was at. Yeah. Clovis for now is going to back up and hover behind B. Okay. So he just kind of takes the position behind Beep. Okay, that is your can, turn. Can I can I do a can I do a spell through him? But like, so can I do that even if I'm paralyzed. Technically, because he 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 needs you to go to initiate the magic, and you're okay. and you're paralyzed. You cannot do that. Uh, okay. He if he wanted to go off and make a a physical attack on his own, he could do that. But okay, yeah. Um. Okay. But that is, uh, that's all you can do right now. Elka, you see Beep tighten up and just go stiff, standing where he's at. And you see this little winged creature show up, smiling, giggling. <laughs> do you do oh, anything? Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, first, I'm going to point at it and shout. Okay. Get that, so that everyone can also know that there's something there. Okay. Uh, and I actually would like to hop down and try and grapple it. Okay, I'm gonna need you to make a athletics check against its acrobatics. Okay. 22. It, out of the way. As you try to grab it, dodges you completely. <laughs> and points at you. That was your action. Do you want to do it? No. <laughs> uh. 
I'm trying to see if I have anything that can help. Can I just try grappling it again with my bonus action? Um, technically, you have extra attack, don't you? Uh, I don't have an action surge. Right, but you don't. But you, I, don't you have extra attack as a, as a feat, right? I have a yeah, like as a dual wield, yes. So technically, a grapple is an attack, so you can take a second grapple with your action. So you miss once, and then oh. can, yeah. All right, I'm gonna do it again. Okay, roll roll another athletic stick. Ah, fifteen. Yeah, you try it. You, you you grab it. It dodges out of the way one time. It <laughs> you go to grab as it's in the middle of laughing, and it just kind of like shoots up about about five feet above your head and just looks down, <laughs> misses it completely. I'm gonna swear at it, and that's it. It's gonna look oddly offended when you swear at it. Good. But that is uh, all you can do on your turn. Uh, it's now uh, its turn. Uh, it's going to look at you, smile. Um, it's going to... You're going to see its um, teeth uh, start to grow. Its fangs start to grow slightly and look at you. And it's going to go in for a bite attack against you. Two bite attacks. Uh, uh, that, question. Answer. Um, as I was holding my turn... Mm -hmm. uh, do I get an attack? You do see it. So yeah, if you want to, if you want to release your your bow shot against it, you can. Yes. As as Elka's going and going trying to grapple it, yeah, you you can use your action if you want to shoot at it. Well, sneaky attack with sneak attack. So, and it's tech. <laughs> Technically, it's engaged with a. Um, uh, it, it's engaged. Yes, it is engaged. So. So you can roll roll with advantage. Advantage. Crossbow. Sixteen to hit. You know what? Um, did it use its reaction? It did already use its reaction. It can't use shield. That hits. Nine piercing. Was that a... I assume that... Well, was that a... a that's, just, that's just a weapon roll. Did, right, uh, right. Now roll your, um, your sneak attack. 14. Nice. So uh, that's... Uh, nice. 23. Yes, 23 points of damage. You hit it right in its chest. And as that happens, your face just sort of like your hood kind of comes up and it sees you. Uh, well, actually, hold on. It needs to roll. A it needs to roll a perception check to see if it sees where it came from. It doesn't see you. So you are still invisible and still un it is still unaware of your positioning. Now it's going to go for its bite check against uh, against Elka. Elka, that's a... Um, 19 to hit. Did I make it? That does bite? not hit. Doesn't hit. It, it's bite bounces off your armor. It's going to bite, try to bite you again. Same play. Natural 20. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. What was your question, Todd? D did I break its teeth when I hit it? 
Uh, no, I'm gonna say just given given the uh, given the positioning of Elka, you probably would have tried to hit it upper sternum. I mean, if you're calling for a headshot, it would have been a higher uh, AC. Oh. So you have to specify where if you're if you're trying to aim for a specific part. Um, okay, sorry. So that's a that's a crit. Uh, let's see here. Are you, um, do you have any, uh, well, we're going to find out. Actually, you can't get affected by crits. Can you, why can't you be affected by crits? I have anim adamantine armor. Nice. So and mithril. That's right. I forgot about so, that. So it's, it's uh, standard, standard damage. Yeah. Standard damage. So you take uh, you take seven points of piercing damage and twelve points of poison damage as it sinks into you. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw, please. How much was the total damage? So say it'd be seven plus twelve, so nineteen. Yep. Thank you. I just want to like. I have the math. Wait, wait, okay, wait. Uh, sorry, I'm really bad at mathing right now. Okay. And then Constitution. Constitution saving throw, please. 12. 12. You feel poison circulate through your veins. Uh, you are now... Uh... Uh, you are now poisoned until the end of your next turn. So you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Okay. Um, that is its turn, I believe. Actually, well, it's actually seen, so it can't, uh, it can't, it can't use invisibility as its bonus action. Um, that is its turn. Vaten, you're up. What's up? You see, Alrighty. you see this creature just start to like laugh and then like bite into maul Elka, but it's flying in the air still, looking a little hurt. has a cross, has a cross or a, a, a arrow stuck into its chest. But I would just go ahead and move fifteen feet and put a fairy fire somewhere where I hit it, but not Elka. Okay, yeah, that's fine. So you have to shoot it behind it, but that's fine. What's the save yeah. on that? Dexterity save, right? I believe it's dexterity. Let me double check. Oh, jeez. Did I just? Okay. Apparently, my character sheet just like wrong. Um, spells. Very fire. That would be a dexterity. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it rolled a. What's the DC? What's the save? Sixteen. Sixteen. They rolled a twenty-one, so yeah, it it it, see, okay. it it sees you from out from out, and it's just it shoots out just enough that you can't affect it with fairy fire. Um, then that I think is gonna be my turn. Okay, I don't really have anything else bonus action in me that I want to use right now. Yeah, All right, go fish. All right, sounds good. Uh. That means it is Zane's turn. You see this wings from where you're at, wings flapping. Um, you don't see its full body. If you're trying to do a ranged attack, it would have half cover from where you're at. Oh, I can 
Make it work. Okay. Magic missile. All right. Uh, what are you just rolling at level one? Yep. All right. Roll. Roll your d fours. Uh, three d four plus one. Seven points. So oh six. Sorry, I didn't realize it added the plus one already. Uh, you see these. Th you're you've used magic missile a few times before, um, but Elke, you just feel this incredible heat. And force shoot like magically bend around the corner and over your head and like in, like some of them one of them goes in between like if your ears were up and uh, up and like uh not flop down it like basically would have given you a haircut or cut your ears but it went shoop, hit right into it it's looking fucking hurt anything else That's you can do okay uh it's uh okay that means it's uh anders turn Anders seeing this magic stone that uh that Vaten handed to him. He's just gonna step up and uh he's gonna baseball throw it at this thing. <laughs> um so he gets a I believe it's a plus five to his To the um, throw. Yeah. Okay. Ander also played fifteen years of baseball. Fuck <laughs> off. Apparently he didn't because that's a natural two. Seven to, hit, seven to hit, which does not hit. It just flies straight over its head and he just looks angry. Ander looks at it angry and it kind of like the creature kind of like hurt, having a hard time staying up in the air. Just kind of looks at it and just smiles at him as he has a little blood. Uh, uh, Elka, you're close enough to see that the blood coming out of this thing is black. Just pure black icker like a black black icker blood um but that is mm, can ander you know what yeah ander's going to uh no ander's not gonna do anything he does have another masculine word so that is gonna be his turn um ori you're surrounded by two mimic corpses and oh god oh no <laughs> and you do see you do see like you you hear and you know that there's something else in the room but you uh it's very hard to see the the wings flapping on this thing from where yeah. you're at we're just gonna just think elko's attacking something else and we'll go over there okay he'll use his action to double move okay right here so elara comes with you yes yes and then he'll use his bonus action for his <clears throat> uh, glaive. Technically, it would have to be a barehanded attack uh, if you did not use your action to attack with your with your um, uh, with your weapons. That's how that works as well. I looked that up. So technically, you'd have to. It, it would be a it'd be a barehanded attack. So you'd have to drop your glaive and try to punch it. Can I use my axe? You know what? Sure. You you got you got great weapons mastery and you're a uh, and and you're a two weapon fire. You know, fuck it, hit it. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what I've always done. But right, and yeah, it's just it's I the 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 rules for this stuff gets a little convoluted when you start mixing feats. So, but that's fine. Just uh, yeah, you can use your bonus action to use your offhand. Okay. 
27 to hit. Absolutely hits it. Does radiant damage do anything? Uh, uh, let's... Does it? No, it does not. Actually. Okay. That is 38 damage. It As you hit this thing, it kind of like is... The best way to describe it is that he's laughing while gurgling blood in his throat. So... <laughs> Uh, and as you just swing your uh, swing your weapon down, as you hit it, it just kind of looks shocked, and you cleave straight through it. But as you cleave through it, its body turns to sludge and falls to the ground. You like a black sludge. But that roll, uh, that brings us out of combat. Can I roll a history check to see if if I recognize that? Yeah, go for it. Oh. 11. 11. You know why? Yeah. You've dealt with creatures like this before. Um as it melts into this black sludge, you recall your times uh, in the uh in the Arun caves trying to save the children and you recall Prince Lani um secreting a similar uh a similar type of sludge as you cut into him um you also remember the the great horn demon that you fought and when you killed it as you uh as you cut into it to try to bisect it a lot of the parts from it became a little bit rotted and a little bit, it kind of reminds you of that. With an 11, that's, you recall that, but you don't necessarily recall ever hearing anything about these creatures. You do, but you, just from experience, you understand that maybe that's just how these things die when you cut into them. Okay. Neat. Uh... I'm seeing if I have something. Okay. I don't think I actually do. <clears throat> uh, is there like a uh, glass container of any kind in this room? Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a there's there's like cups. I mean, with your with your uh, basic uh, with your passive perception, you look on the table. There's like cups on the table and stuff like, like that. But... Or... Um. Yeah. Yeah. You could easily walk up and pick up a cup and. But I, I don't know, there's not necessarily any, you look around, even without a perception check, you look around, you get the sense that there's just, just a lot of books in here. Wait, what are these? And that? Those are inkwells. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, never mind. Okay. But, looking out, um... I'm gonna take the tongues out of the mimics. He's easy enough with your strength. Um, yeah, 
Is there anything else you guys want? I mean, there's a big library. There's a big library. So now that you're out of combat, you're kind of, you kind of have free reign of the place. Anything I'm else you want? To my belt. Is there anything in the mimics? Uh, like as in food, like like anything in their stomachs? No, just uh, just. I don't know if there's items inside or not, or if they're just monsters. Make an investigation check. Just assume these chests aren't here. <laughs> Ooh, that's a pretty good investigation. Uh, uh is beep moving I, yet? Oh yeah, combat sounded beep is now uh beep. You now can feel uh, your yeah. You can now feel your extremities <laughs> come back to you. Thanks for thanks for checking. What was the uh, nineteen? Nineteen. It's good. Uh, you look in and uh, kind of sifting through. You do find. A ring, brass-looking ring, um, looks to be a what seems to be maybe a pinky bone that's still attached to it. Uh, or we'll take the pinky bone, toss it, look at the ring. Is there any engravings or anything? Just a plain old brass ring. With that investigation, it's. You look at it, you're not an expert in Arcana or anything by those means. You can't really tell if it's magical. Um, you can't see any really inscriptions even looking on the inside. And 19 is a pretty high uh, investigation roll. It just looks like a plain old brass ring, maybe a wedding band, maybe just decoration or, or just regular old like fashion. But I'm going to hold it near this candle. Okay. Does anything happen? No. Okay, I'll just... take Lord of the Rings. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th 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 thanks for pandering to my brain, Nate. But yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. That's... Uh, he'll uh, he'll kind of hold Precious. it up. He'll kind of hold it up to Alara and say, "Uh, th see anything special about this ring?" Nope. Actually, the only thing I'm thinking about right now is eating cheese. I'm starving. Yeah, ten minutes have been up. I was thinking like maybe detect magic was up, but no, it's not. Oh god. Huh? I mean, Valera wants if Valera, Valera wants to take the time to identify it, she can cast it again. It's only a level one spell, and it's technically a, a ritual spell. So if she takes ten minutes to look at it and, and cast detect magic. She could look around and see if there's anything else magical in here, but that's that up to good. that. That's up to Alara. I am going to, as I pull a slice of Swiss out of my sweaty sack of a dress and proceed to eat it, I will cast Detect Magic so that I can try to figure it out. Okay, so as as all of you see Alara pull out a, from somewhere, a piece of cheese, um, she just starts, you know... Speaking in tongues and never really seen her do this before in a ritual manner. Uh, but she's just saying, I know what he said, just doing it. Um, while this 10 minutes is happening, is, is there, any, okay. Uh, is, is there, uh, is there anybody, does anybody else want to do anything? You have free reign of this library. Uh, the little guy that I shot in the chest mm -hmm. is 
I'm going to rummage through his pockets and see if there's anything special uh, well, in there. He turned to sludge. Oh, he turned to sludge. Yeah, he's, he's, just a bla- he's just a pile of black sludge. And actually, as you look over, Elka, you, you smell this rotting sulfur-like smell coming from his, from the, his remains. And you see his body start to disintegrate slowly. Is there anything uh, salvageable? Make an investigation check. I was gonna put the goo in like a glass bottle or something, but I don't got any. I don't think a five's gonna investigate much. Mm. Pile of black sludge that smells like rotten eggs. That's gross. A little bit of smoke coming off of it. Breakfast. I'm sorry, did you just say breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Breakfast. <laughs> That's in the middle of taking a drink of Red Bull, man. You gotta warn me about this <laughs> shit. <laughs> so um, it's going on here. Breakfast. A joke is incoming. Anyway, all of you see, just general looking around uh, with all of your fata, and especially you, you you can see the invisible god watching over all of you right now. Um, right? <laughs> but now you look around. Sorry, what? That was an out of character, excuse me, but what? Nothing. <laughs> I, I have a passive perception of 23 now. Ah. <laughs> you see the cameraman in the corner. <laughs> okay. It's like the office. <laughs> Vatan gives him the gym look. <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. But, no, just looking around, I mean, you do see the, you do see these papers, uh, these diagrams. Um, you see books all over the place uh you see all matter of it looks like this place may have been left in a relative hurry uh there's not a lot of dust in like the main areas so but uh as as you guys look around 10 minutes come up alara you immediately see a glow coming from this ring in your hand and it is a um, you look at it and it's kind of going like this weird um, well you can actually tell what school of magic it is when you cast it uh, it's very clearly an, uh, an enchantment of some sort um, but you look at it it's magical but it's kind of a dim like goldish glow coming off of the ring as you look down at it. I'm going to look at this ring. And I'm going to look up at Ori and be like. I don't know if I feel comfortable holding on to this anymore. Because I feel like all bad things happen to me. And I'm not trying to end up in another realm again. Away from everyone. I'll, I'll hang on to it for you. Or he's going to. uh, He'll just pocket it for now. Okay. Put on your pinky finger. <laughs> What was it? Bronze? It looks like Copper? definitely looks like bronze. Damn, yeah. Stop. Just put bronze ring question mark. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knows I knows the identify spell here. So yeah, yeah that's the best you the best you can get is is detect magic. Okay, we'll stop by a shop later or something. Lara, the other things that pop out to you immediately is that the uh, pretty much. Every single book, except a few, 
are magical in some way. It lights up. It literally lights up like a Christmas tree around you as you look up. Um. So even though I was like terrified and gave the ring back to Ori, for some reason my questionable little ass would like to go try to pick up one of the books off the bookshelf. <laughs> okay. I'll pick up a book too while she's doing that. All right. So as uh, as you do that, um, you grab a book, Alara, and it's it's a fairly newer looking book. Uh, it has a nice leather bound uh, back, and on the front of it, it says uh, "The Tome of Exile." Uh, and underneath it, it has a visage of skull and crossbones. Oh. Comforting. <laughs> well, I can't really read very well, but by the looks of it, that doesn't look like a very nice picture, Uri. Uri's going to open the book. You're going to open the book? Yeah. I'm. I'm going to stay like... 60 feet away. <laughs> Actually, before that, uh, he's going to walk, like... Actually, what book did Ori grab first? Uh, Ori, Ori, you, you went and grabbed the book and just looking at... Pa kind of like a, a weird... Like that weird, like, cardboard paperback. Uh, you look at it, it says on it, the, star the Starlight Codex. Hmm. Uh, I'll be right back. I'll stand over here in the corner. Open the book. The one with Alara? Yeah. So you put Alara down? Yep. Okay, you put Alara down, and as you open the book, uh, I'm going to need you to roll with some saving throw. Let's go. What is my wisdom saving throws? Uh, also in 20... typical Bobton manner. 22. Sorry. 22. You feel a rush as you open the book. You feel a rush of cold air come running out of it, and immediately you see a fog of black come up, like, shoot out of the book and into your face. And you breathe it in. You feel your head go light. You feel your eyes kind of vibrate a little bit. You're able to shake it off, and, and as you kind of, like, instinctively close the book, you look around, and just for a brief second... You see yourself in a hellish landscape. You look around, you see lava, you see obsidian pool, you, you see lava pools, you see obsidian, you see lava falls, and then you blink and you're back in the library. Oh. I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna open that again. He's gonna take as he's gonna take a bunch of rope and tie it as much as <laughs> he can, and then he's gonna make like a few different knots to seal it up and okay. he's like, that he's going to pocket it. Okay, you pocket it. There you put it in Alara's going to be like, what was that? What did you see? Why are you tying it up with ropes? Florida. Sorry. Uh... Florida? Oh, Alara. Florida? Alara, you see a... It, like a vagina? It, it, it looked like the hells. Alara, oh, you, see, you see a strong... With, with your detect magic still up because it lasts 10 minutes. When you look at the book... Looking at it closer as Ori's putting it away, it shows a really 
really, really strong pulse of uh, necromancy energy coming off of it. Uh, what was the book called again? Uh, the Tome of Exile. And what was the second one? Uh, and then it has a little scroll, skull and crossbones on the uh, on the tome. Okay. What was the other one? And the other one was the Starlight Codex. Alara, looking at the book that Ori, the the other book that Ori has, you see a small, a very brief shimmer of divination magic. I'm going to open it. Well, Ori has it in his hands right now. I'm going to look up at Ori. You want to open this one? Can't be as bad as this one, I mean. I'm going to take it and I'm going to open it. Okay. You open it. It's a book. Inside of it is a... um, It seems to be a... Talking about different different creator gods and how they... uh, how they pass down wisdom to heal, and um, how clerics and paladins, especially especially the paladins, uh, um, uh, the paladins in Artemis and all the other capital cities, uh, tend to be uh, the the best liaisons uh, to the cosmos and the gods that and the creator gods that are still worshipped with uh, throughout Sylvania. You start to read it; it gets a little mind numbing. Um. But then you get to switch to a page, and immediately you look, and there's a word. There's a there, there's a there's a uh, a a spell on it. Words that you recognize, and it and it it, it says revivify. Um, and it shows a diagram of how to cast revivify. Um. You look at it, and you kind of are drawn to it. You feel any. You feel a, a, a the gift that you were given by the nice lizard snake lady during your trials. Kind of well up inside you, and then you look at it, and it the page just kind of shimmers a little bit. You do anything? Me looking around for something that's dead. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if there is anything I could use that spell on. I was about to say, do you uh, do you know Revivify already? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm gonna say roll an Arcana check for me. That or a Religion check, whichever one's better for you. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> They're both fucking intelligence, and my intelligence is negative one. <laughs> Religion, which is like one point better. Oh. Okay. 21. Wow. 21. 21. You get the sense that this is a page that you look at it, and just by just by reading it and understanding what it is briefly you get that you get that this is a using this page of this book would grant you one free use without components of the revivify spell i'm going to 
I'm just gonna keep the book. Nope. Okay. I don't want to rip the page. I don't know if it'll do anything to the book, so I just want to keep the book. Okay. Itself. Are these? Is the library organized in alphabetical order? Make a perception check. Please doing that. I'm gonna um do a quick walk around looking for any book that's written in draconic, <clears throat> just to grab for some light reading. Um, make a make a make an investigation check for me. Well, you're passing this eighteen. Yeah, you, yeah. it doesn't take you that much. It doesn't take you much time. What's up, Ori? Uh, not twenty twenty one. Okay. I'm sorry. What were you asking to do? I was just I was asking if the library is organized in alphabetical order. Sorry. You look about you with a nat twenty. You look extra hard. This is the hardest you've looked in a while. No, it just seems random. Or he's uh, gonna try his best to look for of mice and men too. <laughs> you look around. Doesn't seem to be that kind of library. Advice and men to electric boogaloo. Damn it. <laughs> um, can I look for some more books related to dragons? Yeah. Um, we'll get to Vatan first. Vatan, your yeah. your eighteen passive passive investigation with with your observant feet. You look around. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take you long. Um, you see a book that in Draconic it says, uh, uh. The Shattering Earth. How to use Earth magic in, in Draconic. Um, I will just go ahead and chuck it in my bag. Heck with it. Okay. Um, anything else you want to do before I get to... Nope. Okay. So you're looking for anything about dragons? Yeah. Okay. So I remember I grabbed the other book, uh, The History of Arun, and I'm so wondering if there's anything else. Right. Still related. Uh, yeah, uh, you do find a you do find a book, and it, it is after taking some time. Actually, I'm going to say roll an investigation check. I rolled an eighteen. Eighteen. After taking some time, this is a big library. You look around, you do find a few books about dragons. Most of them talking about the anatomy of dragons and talking about um, the uh, what one would need to do to you find a book about what, what one would need to do in order to create dragonborns, how, how dragonborns are created, um, the uh, uh, the union of dragons and, of, of lesser dragons like adult dragons and humanoids and how that happens and how dragonborns are born. And then you stumble upon a book that kind of piques your interest, and it says the history. Uh, ha sorry, greater worms, how they're created and their purpose. You take the other two books about the other stuff if you want to as well. Yeah, I'm gonna take all of them. Okay. Um. So the first book about the anatomy of dragons, it's it's a liter it, it literally states uh, it literally states the anatomy of dragons one hundred and one. Um, it is a it seems to be some sort of school book. 
Um, and then the second book says uh, uh, Draconic Union on, on the, on the uh, spine of the book. Okay, and then the other one is Greater Worms, how they're created. Yeah, Greater Worms, how, Greater Worms, how they were created and their purpose. Okay. Okay. Anything else you're looking for? Um, I mean, I guess anything, if there's like literally anything related to dragonborns, dragons. I mean, yeah, there's, there's definitely some books about, um, like the history of how dragonborns were created and when that start, when that practice started, um, it talks about, um, all sorts of dragonborn abilities and natural abilities that have evolved over time about how dragons can use breath weapons or dragonborns can use breath weapons and how they have uh, slightly higher uh, durability due to their scales and stuff along those lines. Um, a lot of stuff you are pretty uh, familiar with to begin with. Um, just just having a general okay. knowledge of, of what dragonborns are and given your family status. Um but yeah, I mean, there's there seems to be all sorts of books about learning, and there. But there's, it seems to be stuff that most stuff that you already know about. But okay, yeah, cool. Okay, uh, I'm good. Okay. Anybody else want to look for? I mean, you're in a you're in a magical library. Do you want to? Uh, did, you, did you see my message? No. Where was your? Oh, gotcha. Looking for any books on poisons. Okay. Yeah, that's... And I'm going to clarify that anything that might be written in common dwarfish, uh, elvish, or thieves chant. Well, thieves chant is not a spoken... Uh, is not a spoken language. It's a written... Or, sorry, not a written language. It's a spoken language. Okay. Um, so, your three main languages that you speak. Um, roll an investigation check for me. Okay. Takes you takes you some time um, looking around, but you do find one book that is small book, uh, probably about eight inches long by about four inches wide. Um, it's a it's a relatively skinny tome, a leatherback tome, and on on the spine of it it says uh, it says the manuscript of natural poisons. You open it up. Hey. You, you you open it up and you start to see how. Um, over the years, people, uh, the practices of extracting poisons from plants and animals and magical creatures, taking it and using it to concoct actual poisons or, or medicinal purposes. It seems to be an all around book about the use of natural poisons. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it in my bag. Okay. Ander's gonna like saunter up to the table and like kind of like start to look down at these papers with the diagram of the of the uh, slime on it and you're just gonna see him kind of like nonchalantly grab one and then roll it up and shove it into what seems to be a bag of holding 
but uh, or he's going to he's gonna try to look for a book that would benefit him in combat oh sorry so a book that would help that would make you better in combat help yeah yeah okay see if they're he, he probably he would probably notice that most of it is like kind of magic or historically related, but he'll he'll try to look for something like that. And, and yeah, and you look around and there's the I mean the only thing you do find is is the anatomy of minotaurs that uh, you that would pique your interest. I mean you, you look around and there's not a whole lot of books about fighters or. A whole lot of uh, books about how to improve one's physical capabilities. There's a lot of books about how to improve one's arcane abilities, if they have any. Um, but it takes you some time. You do find the anatomy of minotaurs. You also find uh, a book about uh, the his uh, the history of uh, um, the history of the gladiator and how. And you just kind of thumb through it a little bit, and you see that you you. Throughout the era, the uh, organized sport, uh, fighting sport, has been a has been a tradition throughout all of Sylvania and some throughout Valencia um, about how gladi gladiators would go up against magical beasts within the arena or against other gladiators for sport, uh, and how they would find glory within the ring. But other than that, there's really not a whole lot to improve physical abilities here. Okay. Alright. So all of you watch Zane kind of like saunter out of the room. Uh, I would probably follow unless he explicitly says no. He doesn't want to be followed. Yeah. You just kind of watch him. I mean, unless Zane says anything on his way out, you just kind of watch him walk out. Are those curvy stairs? Did we come down those? or No, you came through here. Down here in the bottom right corner. Course. Did I actually say that I would have followed Zane, or was I muted? No, I you did. Track. No, you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. So, yeah, if you um, wanted to follow did after we ever Zane. figure out what this was? It's magical. That's all you know. Just by looking at it, you can tell it's magical. It seems to be some sort of orb. Magical orb of some sort. I'm just going to look over and be like, anyone want to, like... Figure out what this does. Alaris sees a clear energy of divination magic coming off of it. I'm gonna have Beep come over. To okay. Take a look. And Clovis will come up and be like, "Oh, I guess we can take a look at it." Uh, roll an Arcana check. All right. With my one. Twelve. Unfortunately, it is. Can't really tell. Um, Alara. Alara clearly sees its divination. You can tell that it's probably going to be some sort of divination. Your best guess is: uh, Do you want to interact with it at all? Hell no! I'll probably get absorbed into some pocket dimension. <laughs> I mean, that's up to you. No. I'm not, I'm not interacting with it. You don't want to take the. You don't want to take Zach's bait. Obvious bait. All right, fine. Yeah. Does it look like it's attached to the 
like it could be picked up. Yeah, it looks like it can be picked up. It's on like this uh, little metal pedestal sitting on the center of the table. Is there a sack around that we could put over the top of it? Other than the... something you'd have on yourself or someone would have on themselves, no. Oh, can I take one of my spare? Like I have one of like a like the small uh, bags of holding that I've been collect. Like I think I have two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I have two small bags of holding. Can I put one of them and like scoop it up in the little bag? Make an intelligence check for me, please. My worst. I rolled a two. <laughs> so three total. Yeah, you can certainly uh, take the uh, bag of holding <laughs> and, and scoop it up. I'm gonna do that. Here, here, before before that happens, uh, I'm gonna have Beep throw a single coin in. He'll throw in one copper coin. Like, toward the orb. Okay. Just toss it. Peep. Falls off. Just it just went through the orb? Or no, just, just, like bounce, it? just bounces off the orb. It's like a okay. solid piece of glass or, or stone. It shatters into a million pieces. I've unleashed the spirits of good and evil into the world. Swirls into a tornado. Um, um, yeah, if, if no one else, if no one else is going to stop me, I'm going to, I'm going to try and scoop it up in my bag of holding. Well, hold up. Don't scoop it. Don't scoop it. Put, we'll hold it together and put it over the top. And then once it's over the top, then we will pull from the bottom so we don't make contact with it. Does that make sense? Lady of long ears. I guess. Why would you call me that? You know my name. <laughs> I don't know. Dramatics. Alright. Man of... Man of the Shadows. Thank you. Hello. Uh, can I make an intelligence check to see if this is a bad idea? <laughs> um, I'm going to say you're across the room, so... It's like looking over, it's like, hmm. Uh, with disadvantage, sure. I'll take that. Just given how far away you are, you don't really understand what's happening. Plus it's uh, Ori, so it's probably going to be a negative number. No, he's a, actually has a 12 in intelligence. Ooh. Average yeah, intelligence. Yeah, I have a 13, so. <laughs> with a negative one. That's a 13. Hard to tell. You look at them, they're like, you're like, oh, no, they he'll guess, look over. Guess they're scooping like, that up into a sack. Yeah, he'll look over, kind of wonder what what they're doing, and look away. All right. So, just, just one moment. One moment, please. You're telling me that you're just gonna take this little orb, indirectly touching it, with your bag of holding, and you're just gonna pray, pray, that it's not going to do anything bad. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not very religious, so. Yeah, basically, that was kind of my idea. Well, I, for one, am backing the hell up. 
Vatanis left with Zane, yeah. I mean, what would you suggest did, yeah. then? Okay. Kenoria. should not touch it. Kenoria flip the table right here and, like, kind of take cover. Uh, that table's really, really big and heavy, so no. I know you're big and strong, but it'd take a lot of, a lot of, uh... Yeah, he'll, stack a, he'll stack a few chairs. Yeah, you could do that. That's fine. Alara's <laughs> gonna be like, um, that one book literally took Ori to hell and back, so I'm just gonna back up now. Yeah. I mean, I assume this is used to spy on people, and so we don't want them to keep having that power, right? Yeah, I believe you. So are you gonna are you gonna skip I mean up the... I'm not the magical person, but you know Are you gonna That's scoop up are you gonna scoop up the orb? I mean I guess because everyone just kinda took cover, maybe I'm gonna be like, well maybe I shouldn't do that. They All wear right. gloves. What I'm gonna I'm gonna roll and if it's over ten I'm rolling a D twenty. If it's over ten Are there any like rats or anything in the room? Rats. Any bugs that we can like make a at this? make a perception check? Or he's gonna look too. Uh, <laughs> Seventeen. Word from last time. Six. Never mind. Yeah. You Seventeen. See, yes. On, on a bookshelf to your right, you see a little. You see a little cockroach wandering around. I'm gonna grab it. Okay, you grab it easily. Easy enough. They're still pretty slow creatures. No. All right, so as delicately as possible, or I'm just going to, like, drop it on the top of it. Like, lean over. I'm assuming I can reach. Drop, drop the cockroach on top of the orb. Not the cucaracha. It, you see the cockroach fall down. Stand on top of the orb. Look, look around. Start to crawl off of it. Nope. Oh, we just break it. I mean, I feel like that would be a dangerous thing. You're letting magic out. Throw it off a cliff. Oh. Well, we have to get it out. I mean, if we're doing that, we still have to take it with us. Okay, if I roll high, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Now <laughs> I guess that uh, means we're not doing it. Something's telling me not to do this now. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm starting to second guess that this might not be the smartest thing to do. It's your decision. You guys can do whatever you want. Uh, okay, is there like a rug or a cloth or something that we can use to just throw over it? Sure, there's a rug on the ground that seems like a thick rug. There's you, sure, you, probably one of you okay. have like... Take the thing off the table, the, the runner on the table. I mean, if you want to do that. Okay. But before that, can I like look around at the papers on the table by the orb and see if there's like any instructions for it or what it is? Just based based off of your 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 uh, passive perception, you see two copies of a world map with a X on a um with what seems to be like an X on the capital of Valencia, which is um. Zach's brain is trying to remember his own world. Um, me. Let me, let me, let me, let me double check because my brain doesn't want to work. Aurora, sorry. Um, you see an X that goes, that, that is marked over Aurora. And then on the other map, you see an X that's marked 
what seems to be in the bottom right somewhere of the wildlands of Salvax. Okay, can, here's... Oh, here's, can, I have here's... Beep, can I have Beep take the maps? Sure. You can take All maps. Right, so Beep's going to roll them up and take them. Here's my okay. thought process. When everybody's ready. We take either cut a section of the rug. Because now that I'm thinking, the bags of holding are magical. But we take, like, a section of rug in or the runner on the thing and then we um, wrap it up and and remove it from the room but not in the bag of holding does anybody have difficulty with that Andrew's no. gonna Andrew's gonna roll his eyes walk up uh, walk up and you're gonna see him pull what looks to be like a like a scarf out of his bag of holding and like throw it on the table just fucking use this well thank you sir don't have to be a dick about it not being a dick just trying to solve an issue and he's gonna he's gonna saunter off all right uh, wrap he, it okay. up he rolled really low on his intelligence check as well so <laughs> elka let's you hold these two sides i'll hold this we'll scoop once we get it under, then we'll lift, and then we'll tie it off, so we're not touching it. Okay. Do we oh. need to roll anything for this? No. I yes, mean, saves. You guys, you guys take take all the time you need to wrap this up perfectly to where you're not touching it. Okay. Who wants to carry it? I'll do it. Okay. Okay. He'll uh he'll just tie it to his belt. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Next to the mimic tongues. <laughs> okay. Alright, I think I think we're done in this room then. Okay. So yeah, you you clear out. Um Beep, did you wanna do anything else? Oh wait, he's gone actually. He's the BRB. So you guys Make your way out of the room and back into what seem what um make your way make your way back into Arthur's office. Arthur. So you all come out and you see Zane. What are what are you doing? I'm just waiting to leave. Okay. Okay. Save it. So you guys see Zane just kind of sitting there, arms crossed, waiting for you guys. As you walk out. Anders gonna, I assume Vatan's already caught up with him. Oh yeah. And uh, I am also just sitting and not doing much of anything. Ander, Ander will walk out and just kind of nod and start walking past all of you. And All right, let's get out of here. Okay, so you guys make your way out. Um, I'm going to need. Well, actually, hold. You guys need to go to this one now. 
Um, okay, you guys walk your way out of the room, uh, assumingly avoiding all scene traps prior. Is there any other place you want to check out in the home before you leave? Who's moving me? Oh, that's me. My bad. I meant to grab Ander. Why do I have numbers all of a sudden in my circles? Oh, it's the, that's your HP is for this, because of the elemental fight I was... I need oh, a, I need okay. a fast way to track your HP. I mean, where did you guys not go? Well, anywhere you covered sc- in the black. You scroll out and you see all the black squares and rectangles. That's where you have not been. But okay, so I'm just gonna be like, is there anything else, any other evidence you think we need to collect to clear our names? I don't think so. I think we have enough. Got Ori has that like wheel with a skeleton on it on his back. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, re- reminder: this wall right here that I'm drawing on is completely destroyed, to where you don't have to worry about this motherfucker. And a reminder: I Andrew destroyed the eye, or did he just? I I know he hit it. I just he hit he destroyed. hit it as you guys walk around. The eyes open, <laughs> staring straight down that hallway. But you guys walk through, I assume, and make your way out the front door. Ander, he's going to wait. Stop. He's going to cast Pass Without a Trace one more time. Because, reminder, nighttime, martial law currently. Some of you are, most, all of you, all of you are supposed to be under house arrest right now. And you just broke into the high magistrate's house. Yeah. Just, just, just a hard reminder about what's going on. Um, I'm going full stealth. Okay. There's two of me. We should all go stealth. <laughs> well, yeah, all of you. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to require all of you to. So that Thaddeus pulls up his hood and he is invisible. Um, all of you get a plus 10 to your stealth check. I'm going to need all, as you guys walk your way out, I'm going to need you to make a, uh, um, I'm going to need you to make a uh, stealth check, please. Wait, we all get a plus what from him? Plus ten, ten. to your to your on top of your uh, normal <laughs> stealth check. Okay. Uh, the, the nineteen is with the plus ten. Gotcha. Just saying. Ten. So uh, Thaddeus, you get you get uh, advantage because you're invisible. What is Anders' um, dexterity? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah, 16 with the nat one. Nat one. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, Andrew's, in, so Andrew's 29. Uh, that one, that's two fails. 23. Uh, 33, sorry. That's a, a success. 22 is a success. 19 is a success. Yeah, so even with the one failure, nat, critical failure, which is, a two, which is two failures on the group check, you do work your way out of the uh into the darkness reminder you are currently uh you're currently standing you, you you stealth you're pretty confident no one sees you or hears you you do see uh valkyrie class uh warforged and automatones flying over um 
but they seem to be none the wiser about you right now. You are faced with a uh, with a lake to cross. Um, you all made your way over by using a spell, if I remember correctly. No, I've got a ring of water walking. I'm just going to start going. Okay. I also have a ring of water walking. Bye. Andrew just kind of looks at all of you. Uh, I, I'm I'm tapped out, guys. Um, this one does not have the spell prepared, but if I have time, if this one has time, can you ca- can you cast a wa- water yep. walk or? Yep, water walk is a ritual spell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, assuming so, you guys watch Zane and Elka just sa- saunter across, crouch across the lake and all of you stop because you realize I gotta swim this shit uh, and Ander is the one who used water walk on you guys the last time so if you want to uh, if, if you want to sit down for 10 minutes and uh, cast water walk you can do that but I'm gonna need everybody that's left on the uh, on the beach to make a stealth check and this will also be with uh um, yeah, this will be be with the Task Without Trace. Actually, I have a um, different idea. I'm going to give my Ring of Water Walk to somebody else, and I will swim across, and then I will bury the rings back, because they don't need to be attuned, do they? Ring of Water Walk? I mean, isn't Zane the one that created them? I am. Do they need to be attuned to? Do you know? They, yeah. Uh, let me look. I don't remember. This is still plus 10. Yes. Bro, stealth plus 10. Do, 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 do. It doesn't say anything about it. So, no? No, I guess not. Ander's gonna... Alright. Well, that's the case. Uh, if that's the case, we don't need, we don't need stealth again. Uh, oh, wait. I have a cloak of swimming. Yeah, you could you could swim. Anders just gonna hoof it. Uh, he's he's proficient in swimming, and swimming speed. He's actually faster than his walking speed. So, Anders okay. gonna look at all of you, and um, he's actually going to look at uh, one of you, and take a pinky ring that was on his finger. He's gonna walk up to uh, look at Ori. Hmm. Yeah, he's gonna hand Ori uh, his his ring of water of water walking. Um, and Ori, as he hands it to you, I want this back, but just use this uh, way you can carry Alara over. And you, he's going to hand it to you. And as, as he hands it to you, the, the ring adjusts magically to the size of your finger and wraps around. Does he put the ring on my finger? No, he just hands it to you. Okay, I was going to ask what ring. And if it was the left ring finger, he was or he was going to be blushing. Kind of, Oh. No, he's gonna be like, kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and then Anders yeah, just gonna jump in the water and take off swimming. I need a layer good then. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Anders fine. So yeah, with the additional, the extra ring um, that I have, and if I'm swimming, um, does that mean we're all good? Uh. Beep is the only one left. Yeah, then I will hand my ring to Beep and I carry Beep I'll take on your it. shoulders. You'd have to roll a strength check. 
That's... No, it's fine because I have the extra ring and I'm oh, okay. a really good swimmer as well. So, yeah. So, Vaten and Ander have a race across the lake. <laughs> Ander wins because my swim speed is only 30 feet. Oh, yeah. Ander, Ander's is 50. So, I don't know what mine is. Probably the same as your Te normal speed. Actually, no. Technically, if you don't have a, um, if you don't explicitly have a speed of that kind, of, like a swim speed, mm -hmm. uh, it's half of your walking speed. Okay, yeah. So it would be fifteen. Does the, mantle, does the mantle change that? Does it, you mean the 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 Wait, over the manta ray? Yeah. Does that change it? Does it? I um, I think it does. I, actually. Might. I was I was gonna ask what it was used for. Cloak of the manta ray. It gives you. Manta Ray, 5e, thank you. Uh, okay, Cloak of the Manta Ray. Uh, while wearing this cloak with its hood up, you can breathe underwater and you have a swimming speed of 60 feet. Yeah. Damn. Zoomed. Yeah. What? I have. I just have a note that says Cloak of Swimming from Zane. Yeah, so you, you would have to take your, your invisibility cloak off in order to use it. Right. Yeah. But is that... Of the manta ray, or is that... Yeah, just... Cloak of the Manta Ray is, is what that's going to be, yeah. Okay. But anyways, all of you are taken care of. You are able to... Vaten hands beep the ring, and you guys make your way across. With the stealth check that you had prior, you make, a way, make, it, make your way unseen. And as you land on the other side of the water, I'm going... Now I'm going to need you to make another uh, stealth check. And it's going to be without Pass Without a Trace, because it took all of you more than 10 minutes to walk, walk slash swim across this uh, lake. So normal normal stealth checks. That is, if you're still invisible, you roll the advantage. Oh, normal. That'd be well. I had to take it off, but could I switch as soon as I get out of the water? No, honestly, no. It would take too long, based off of just where security is and everything. So no, just normal stealth check for you. Um, would I be aware that I bought it last time? Sorry, what was the question? Would I be aware that I basically not won last time? Last stealth check. Yeah, as as you as you went to walk out the door, you kind of tripped over your own tail. Okay. No. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and wild shape into some small, you know, medium sized critter walking around like a cat or something. Easy enough to do, and you blend in fairly well. So I'm gonna say a stealth check isn't necessary for you. Sweet. The guards I hide my turban, which I don't normally do when I wild dip. Yeah. The <laughs> guards and uh, pick up the cat as if he doesn't know it's Vaten and so hey a cat and put it on his head. Okay. Well, I'm just chilling then. <laughs> yeah. You got a free ride. Uh or with a nineteen ten stealth for, for Thaddeus. It's a fail. We don't have the plus ten anymore, right? Don't have the plus ten. Took you took you more than ten minutes to get across and that's how long the spell lasts. Um, is Thaddeus still wearing his invisibility cloak? No, he had, he had to take it off because of he has a cloak of manta ray on. He was swimming. Got it, got it. Um, okay, so 16 success, 19 success. What did Ander rule? That's a 16 success. Uh, nine, uh, 19 is a success. 10 is a fail. 13 is a fail. 19 is a success. So... Overall, you guys do sneak across Thaddeus. You're not used to being without the cloak of invisibility at this point. 
and you're used to having the benefit of the doubt, even with your boots of, with your boots of elven kind and using and, and using the cloak of, of invisibility. You are gen generally pretty careless with where you walk around because you know you can't be seen or heard. Instinctually, you do the same thing, and you are a little bit louder than everybody else, or a little bit, little bit less uh, close to the ground than everybody else. But you see a um, you see a Valkyrie class uh, automaton fly over and like kind of like slow down as it gets as it flies over your heads, and like kind of like looks back, and then just keeps flying away. But, I'm going to switch cloaks back to my stealth cloak. Okay. So you do that, and you guys eventually walk your way back to the Rona estate. Which I need to find. There it is. Using your same stealth checks, there are two Titan-class Warforge still patrolling outside. You come up to well, all of you right here. But you come up to. Didn't we like come through a different entrance? Yeah, you, you came through the side here, the side entrance, and and went out to the side. So you'd be coming from the right. You see the Titan class Warforge, and with your stealth, you're able to just barely sneak by uh, without being seen. You do sneak past them, and uh, God, can I please? Thank you. And you're able to quietly make your way back into the Runa estate safe and sound. Once we're back, I'm going to turn back into Vaten and I'm not, I'm still going to sit on Ori's head and do this. <laughs> Ori, make a strength, go, make, make, a, <laughs> make a strength saving throw. Okay. Vaten is technically the second heaviest in, uh, in the group other than Andrew. No, so. that's a, that's a typer typo in the thing i'm only 180 oh are you only 180 oh well then yeah uh net 20 29 <laughs> yeah you you feel him you feel or him <laughs> feeling wild shaped back and you just kind of you just kind of like you feel or he's, or he's, uh, he's, he's not gonna react he's just gonna because he, he doesn't really notice but he'll notice like the weight shift is like what, what how'd you get up there <laughs> where's the cat this one has been here the whole time did you eat the cat? In a manner of speaking. I'll have to find another cat. I was already thinking of names. Jerry was a good one. <laughs> Just start petting Beep like he's a cat. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you can pet me like I'm a cat. That makes me more uncomfortable. I'll have you know, Beep does not oblige to pet him. Oh yeah, that's right. You gotta get a Clovis out there. Uh, I'm gonna hop on the couch and pull out my book on the family history of Arun and try and find the Burning Hearts. Okay. Read up on it. See if there's anything new. I don't know. Or he's going to uh, take the wheel off his back with the skeleton and lay it up against this wall. Say a, a gift for Lego stay here. <laughs> I mean, he looks at all of you. Welcome back. Uh, good to see you unharmed. Um, is that a real skeleton? 
that we're aware of. Looks like it. Gotcha. Okay. It was uh, in a torture chamber. So you bring back evidence of a murder. Okay. Um, well, they don't know where that came from. Oh, fair. Do I can you... hang on to it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, no, 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 no. That was found in his torture room. Oh, wait. That was found in his house? Yes. Yes. Then leave it. We can pin him for murder as well. Also well, hand them both notes that we found. We look mm-hmm. a little bit upset and say, well, it's good house decoration too, but uh, you do you. Mrs. Miss Rona, Mrs. Rona. Yeah. We found an orb that we brought back with us. Um, we're not uh, talented enough to understand what it's for. Uh, would that be something that you specialize in? Uh, that uh, maybe. Um, I, I know certain arcane practices and I'm fairly good with some of it. Um, might be more Malleus's specialty, and you see Malleus just kind of like hunched over, like in the back of the, uh, like leaning back in an armchair, arms crossed, passed out. Didn't even acknowledge you walking in. I'll just send Osiris over and have him lick his face to wake him up. Well, that's going on, or he's going to be standing right above him. Dear, this is, that's, that's, that time before play, we, we did that ages ago. Huh! <laughs> <laughs> you see, look up like, what the fuck? And then he looks at Ori. Oh, he's. <laughs> he just kind of looks up, and you put like with his hands, ha- like half clenched, like in front of him, like he's like he was gonna protect himself. <laughs> and then he realizes, his, oh, oh, you're back. Cool. Hey, uh, where the before dog? we get started, where the dog? Come? I had a question. Yeah, sure. What? You know what this ring is. He looks at it. Oh, good. And he pulls out a uh, a little uh, a little tiny like what looks to be like a notebook. And he opens it and puts the ring in, in the center of it, and he'll cast uh, identify. Oh, that's neat. Uh, this is a um. Well, not very helpful to be wearing. Uh, since this is a a ring of luck. Um, this ring basically will alter your luck during the day. It could be bad. It could be good. Uh, it just really depends on, I don't know what it depends on. It's just may. I guess it's a 50, 50 shot. Like, and basically what it is for the mechanics is a ring that, uh, that holds the potential uh, to alter your luck, good or bad, uh, uh, one to one to four times a day, based off of a D four roll, it can affect your roll in a in a, in a good or bad way. Uh, nat twenty in certain cases, nat twenties become nat ones, and nat ones become nat twenties. Uh, uh, the user must roll a D one hundred and tell the DM their number. Upon the DM hearing that number, they tell them whether or not their rolls were flipped. So basically, kind of, kind of like a gambler's ring. But you can see, I mean, it's might sell for something. People always yeah, like to dive into, point. you know, people might like people like to dive into luck-based magic all the time. But I wouldn't touch it personally. Me neither. My luck's not very good anyway. Yeah. 
Well, uh, you guys, as Zemini is thumbing through the uh, the notes, and Anders going to kind of like walk up and <clears throat> like pull out the uh, the diagram of the of the um, like a slime like creature that he took and kind of handed to Zemine, and she's going to look at it. Do you recognize this at all, Ander? And he's like, no. Not one bit. I have never seen a creature like this, but I do recognize that name, and he points right to Unvudius's name at the bottom right. <sighs> so... Sorry. Yes. Could, could you please um, set the, the crystal ball on the table? Right here, please, so he can look at it. Uh, or we'll set it down. Okay. Uh, we haven't we haven't touched it. Uh, Malleus will start to cast identify, and you'll see Zemine kind of flipping through. I think this may be exactly what we need to clear any. Uh, I guess suspicion against you guys and our family, um, since it kind of mentions us by name that we're. Not exactly the friends uh, here. Um, the great question is, what the hell are these code names? I mean, clearly, um, clearly Judge is Arthur, but who's Whiskey and who's Hart? Well, we don't entirely know. Mm. I wish I would know, but I I guess Yeah, I mean they it seems like and then uh she looks at the map. So the lower Estria region, huh? I haven't been there since I was a kid. It's a region full of beaches and um like harbor towns. Uh a lot of uh commerce via the ocean come in and out. Um, that's really all I know about it, but clearly there's some interest there for some reason, and maybe it has something to do with Arthur. I don't know. I'll have to get some investigators on it, maybe, once our names are cleared. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's getting late, and as I, we should probably all go to bed here soon. Dear, are you done with that? And he's like, uh, yeah, I... Just finished it. Um, that is a key of sorts. Um, looks like it has the ability to transport people to different locations based off of a power word or a command word. Um, this is the crystal? Yeah, this is the orb. Let's see here. Um... So, one word takes you, it seems like, to Valencia, to the capital city of Aurora. Um, where at in Aurora, I can't tell you. Um, and the other one seems to take you, oh dear, down to the wildlands? That's a curious... Can I have Beep come up? Mm-hmm. And people just come over and hand the two maps... Oh, well, this, these marks are making sense. So, 
one takes you to Zydus, where it's marked. Down in the wildlands of Salvax, that's a, that's a drow populated city, if I remember correctly. And the other one takes you to Aurora. And you found this in Arthur's study? Deep right, Arthur's head. And then Clovis will come over and says, Yeah, that's where we found it. Oh, you're new? Yeah, they found me there. In interesting. Uh, is you're going to see uh, Malleus like put his hand up and like kind of like scratch his head and he's going to cast protect from protect from evil on himself <laughs> unaware of who this what this creature is and who it is uh, does Clovis know that he casted it make a perception check he's going to roll sleight of hand all right so that's a 19 on the sleight of hand plus 6 so 25 what what was what's that uh, Am I rolling? Perception. Perception? Father of Zane. Right, so... The name is Malleus. I have told you... Malleus. We've told you this I... multiple times. Yes. I, I drink, I drink 13. too much. You don't notice him do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was found in a library that was off of his main office in a hidden passage. Gotcha. Okay. Um, interesting. Well, we'll take a look into it. Um, for now, won't we, won't you guys get some sleep? We'll show this evidence. Uh, well, Zemine will show this evidence tomorrow morning. And hopefully all of you can, uh, maybe have your names cleared. We could have our names cleared and we can move on with our lives. Yeah. And then he'll look down at the look down at the dog. Saying, when the fuck did you get a dog? Uh quite recently. And I'm just gonna have it like look over at him and then he's just gonna disappear into the shadows. That's some weird shit, man. You're telling me. Where'd you find him? Uh in a cage. <laughs> okay. Saved him from a gang of uh a bunch of bastards, really. Interesting. He's a good boy. Interesting. He is a good boy. Ding. All right. We'll the dog. <laughs> he was in a van down by the river. <laughs> he was in a sock. Sorry, too much. Sorry. Anyways, this key, it seems... Seems like it could take you places pretty quick. Now, I can't speak onto where in those places it could take you all i have are the or all i have their command words of where to go and i have how many it could take but i wonder if he had business that he was attending to maybe i mean that dude was up until well, up until this point he was a pretty outstanding member of society he went on all sorts of uh uh, missions to different countries as a liaison between our society and uh, theirs, which I'm starting to see a pattern here. Um, anyways, I, I think my wife's right. It, it's probably best for all, all of you to go take a good night's sleep and we'll all be on our best behavior tomorrow until 
she gets back uh, with all the evidence. And um, yeah, that, I think that will probably be it. Um, I may need... Uh, where did you find that ring, Ori, out of curiosity? Inside a mimic. Okay, I might need that ring as evidence. Did you... It was inside a mimic, so... The only way... these tongues? No, you can keep those. Okay, good. You can have the ring. Okay. And he takes the ring ring on a tongue and see what happens. Okay. And and obviously this this orb, I'm going to have to wrap it back up and give it to... The council to make sure that it all the evidence is documented. Is there anything else you want to show me? Um, anything at all? Anything you know? Anything you've heard? Um, There's his book. I'll hand him the uh, Tome of Exile. Where did I have you? A... Sorry, go ahead. Where did you find this? <clears throat> it was in the library. Keep that. Uh, you know what? You keep that on you. Uh, I really don't want it. It should be uh, some uh, fiery place. Y- y- yeah, uh, I've only heard of that book. Um, and the fact that it's here makes me want it to be as far away as possible. You're, you plan on going back to Sylvania, yeah? Eventually, maybe? Maybe go back to Artemis? Anywhere but here, honestly. This place has uh, not been kind. Fair enough. Um, take that to Leon and Artemis. He'll, he can store it away in his secret section. No one should have that book. And I trust him. Can we destroy it? I wouldn't do it here. That book I'll is... Tie a rock. I'll tie a heavy rock to it and throw it in the ocean as we're flying by. I'd rather it be locked in a safe place with someone I trust. Okay. So. I. So. Just put it there. Yeah. I did take a book that not everybody saw me take. It's called The All-American Boy. It was, it's been banned in many places. <laughs> and he had one in his library. <clears throat> Daddy sticks five points of psychic damage. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my book down and be like, "Oh yeah, I found a map and some scrolls and a and a book in his office." And like, I'm gonna pull them out of my bag, and uh, I'll bring them over. Interesting. To to give everyone. I think you can keep all of that. Um, what they need are these notes. Definitely, uh, definitely the orb, definitely the ring, uh, and that plasma thing, that, that slime thing, um, I'd say, Ander, you could probably keep that, um, especially since you're always traveling, might be helpful one of these days, um, but maybe we can, at the very least, copy it down word for word. 
And Andrew kind of looked. I don't think you can copy this down. I can't understand this shit. And he'll like hold it up to all of you. Does anybody understand what language this is? And he'll show it to all of you. And I will share it with all of you. That will be in your um, in your journal. And it'll be a language that I don't think any of you understand. What is this? Sorry, I walked away for a sec. This is a diagram of what you found, of what Ander took from the table of that slime-like creature. What language is it? Do any of you know Undercommon? Nope. Do I recognize the name? Uh, top? No. Obvious. Um, Voodius, you... That is the only the only words in common that you understand is research provided by Unvudius Plabberskibble, which is a person that was with you when you went to uh when when you got transported to Torben's castle. And he's a widely known wi widely known uh magic beast zoologist. Sounds to me like they were working on creating something. I thought I recognized that name. Yeah, Unvudius. Huh. Well, actually, let me keep the uh, Malleus will do. Let me keep that. Let me copy it overnight and word for word, and I'll take it to on video. So I'll also work on um, I guess translating it. Uh, I don't necessarily know how to read Undercommon, but I can tell that is Undercommon. So I'll take some time tonight and I'll deal with it. All of you go up. Why don't you all of you go up and get some rest and I'll have it for you translated in the morning. I do have one quick question for you, sir. I know you're extremely busy. What's that? I can't remember if I've addressed this with you before. I'd like to have um, some tinkering done with my rapier. Depends on the tinkering and how long it would take. I mean, I don't know how long all of you want to be here. Um, obviously, Ori wants to get out of here. Um, but it depends on, on the level of tinkering. Is it's like some... a channel. Okay. Is it... And then a trigger where I can inject. Once I've stabbed something, I can inject poison in it. Interesting. So it's more mechanical and not magical. Zane, can you deal with that? Probably in the morning, though. Okay. I, I'm i good at mechanical stuff, better at magical stuff. So, um... I was just told you were the one to speak to. Fair enough. I could do it. Um, just I don't know. Might be might be good for Zane, but all right. All of you, go on on. Go go off to bed. Take take a night's rest. It's been a long night. All of you look like shit, to be honest. Um, and I'll have this translated by the morning. 
Vatan's already snoring on the couch. Right back at you. <clears throat> so. Anything else anybody wants to do before you take a long rest? I'm going to wander off to the workshop and just go pass out in there. Okay. Alone. Or he's going to like lay on the floor but use the couch as like a pillow. Okay. I'm going to stay up reading until I pass out. Okay. Beep is going to go upstairs and go take over the master bed. <laughs> Actually, before Ori goes to sleep, he's going to take Alara and him over to the kitchen to raid the kitchen. Jeez. Um, interesting point of order. Uh, Beep, that is not the master bed. You have yet to see the master bed. Uh, in, well, it's bigger than the rest. <laughs> yes, and uh, you're in a house full of uh, magical users and alchemists. So, uh, you all got the sense as you were uh, as you're going up to sleep that some beds were magically altered for the uh, guests on hand. But yes, since Ori, you saw Ori pass out downstairs in the living room, that's all yours. Um, Actually, Ori's just going to pass out in the kitchen. Don't get in the bed with Clovis. <laughs> I see you up there. Clo oh. as, as soon as, as, soon as uh, Clovis sees Thaddeus walk up and try to lay down next to him, you're just going to see him pop out of existence. Fine. <laughs> Go back to I can do that. Go back to his own spirit dimension, and then pop Go back, uh, oh, and, oh, yeah. and pop, uh, pop pop back up, sitting on the headboard of the bed that you're sleeping on, and just kind of like kicking his legs and kind of like giving a stank eye to, Thadi to Thaddeus. Uh, Anders just gonna saunter up and, well, sleeping here, and he's gonna pass out on this little couch. Or he's going to use some bread and some pillows. <laughs> okay. Seven is going to see this and just kind of... Oh, whatever. And uh, kind of go sit uh, sit next to her husband for a bit. Um, but all of you fall asleep for the night. Um, and uh, you all get a long rest. So make sure you level the obviously you all leveled up to eight. So make sure all of your uh, spells are any new higher level spells are prepared. And uh, we make it into the next morning. All of you wake up because it is, pro it is a pretty late night. All of you wake up probably around 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, and... Uh, as all of you, Baten, uh, Elka, as you both kind of like wake up, living room is quiet. No one's in here. Um, but sitting on, you see that the orb, as well as all the notes and um, the two maps that were found along with the orb, as well as the ring, are all gone. You do not see Malleus or Zemine anywhere. However, sitting on this table right here, you do see a what seems to be a paper with a diagram of a uh, plas uh, uh, the plasma-looking creature, the plasmoum maxima-named creature. 
Um, but you look out, but as you see that, you get the sense that Malleus probably, uh, probably translated it. Um, Andrew's just going to kind of like saunter down. Um, and kind of like stretch and just kind of sit in the couch quietly. <laughs> Anything, I, uh, Ori, Alara, you guys are asleep in the kitchen. Cold, cold, the hard stone, but you've slept on worse. Um, Ori's snoring really loud. Ori's, Ori's snoring really loud. Alara's like. Like fall like asleep on your head with her back like draped over your snout almost with a, with a piece of cheese half hanging out. Brushes. That's how I imagine it, anyways. Or <laughs> um, would be, or he would also be chewing on a piece of cheese. Okay. Well, I'll be wake up. I and Alara would be on the table with her head on a brick of cheese. <laughs> but all of you do wake up. Um. Seemingly, there's no marching wake up, orders. Wake up, wake up. I mean, uh, let's just put it this way. He's he's not there anymore. <laughs> but, Beep, you, you wake up and don't see Clovis anywhere. You hear Thaddeus saying, wake up, wake up, wake up. And then you wander down. But, uh, as you all kind of like, Andrew kind of was like looking at this paper and be like, damn, that son of a bitch did it. All right. Mirror. And you'll hold it up. And on it, it will say... Translated, Large Plasmoid is the name of the creature. Two brains, question mark, pointing towards the circular cores. Deadly, from a different world. Found on the unknown planes. We killed one. Sent to Ebrax. Was hunting a beast, attacked us out of nowhere, moved in a slime-like way, and acid body. And then research provided by Ambudius Plattersguild. But that's translated. Wait a second. Found on an unknown plane. Wasn't that where that thing took him to that orb which orb are you speaking of the the orb that we brought back with us and be like no that's you're talking about the wildlands yes. of salvax which are a um which are a land which are a base a continent or was a country but now just the continent, barren continent down to the south, um, southeast, that's pretty um, barren and has a pretty diverse uh, because, uh, just ecosystem. Uh, unknown plains. Are they talking about the other side, uh, maybe the other side of the world? Make a... I'm going to say... Who's proficient in history here? Uh, actually, I am. Alright, anybody who's proficient in history, go ahead and make a history check for me. Uh, it's I am, but I'm not in the room, so... No. 
And I haven't had coffee yet. Andrew's proficient in history. God, he rolled like shit too. Andrew just kind of. I've heard stories of our world being split after the fracture, but I've never dared to venture anywhere near where the reported I guess split is, but that's all I really know about it. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to take it to that uh, that fairy friend of yours. Maybe he'll know more about it. But I don't know. Weird stuff these guys are dealing with. A little bit of time goes by. Um, I assume Vaten probably whips up breakfast for all of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you hear the door open up front and it's Malleus walks in, kind of looks at all of you as he walks in through the, uh, the front door. So, good news and bad news. Good news. We're clear. No issues. The things you found are very valuable and is enough to convict I imagine Arthur Abraction as a criminal and a traitor against our country. The bad news is all airships are going to have to be checked before leaving just in case people are trying to stow away. Um, this goes for all waterborne crafts and all airships. So... Mr. Newgate, unfortunately, that's going to have to be a bit of an invasive process. Um, but if you have nothing to hide and no one snuck onto your ship, then I could see you guys being able to leave by maybe late afternoon. I did already request them to uh, um, to start checking your ship once you arrive. Um, and hopefully the check will be quick, but, you know, on the bright side, all of you are clear, and, um, there's not a whole lot of issues going on right now, other than the fact that our high magistrate committed high treason, and clearly has been dealing in some darker hobbies um a full investigation is being done today of this home um for my sake is there anything that you guys saw or left out maybe that you encountered there did you anything that a dead goblin how about that a goblin yeah, we found a bunch of cages, and there was a dead goblin. Oh. Okay. Good to know. Anything else? 
there the trap near the front door. Do not enter straight down the front door. Yes, we are aware of his, um, now aware, brutally aware of the trap at the front door. Um, unfortunately, one of our guards was lost. Or one of them, well, he was more of a policeman, but he was lost. Um, oh. Have that wheel pack. Um, okay, well, um, is that is that no? Sorry, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm sick right now. Got <clears throat> that wheel back. You can have maybe the wheel back. Uh, the skeleton was taken off of it for obvious reasons. <sighs> um, it is still part of evidence if you're willing to wait a week or so. I'm not staying here another week. Okay, I figured not. Unfortunately, my hands are tied for most things evidence-wise. I'll uh, uh, I'll keep the wheel. I'll just find another skeleton or something. Okay. All of you hear a... And, and Malleus kind of smirks a little bit and looks towards the door of where the forge is and where the workshop is. You hear a very light... Um, Very, very light, like, from down in the, uh, down in the workshop. You get the sense that Zane's working on something. Um, but all of you are free to leave. Um, are any of the shops open? Not really. A lot of people are trying to taking the time to um, I guess the unrest or they're taking the time to maybe have a kind of a short vacation. Um, technically, they're allowed to be open, but I've looked around and not a lot of shops are open right now, unfortunately. If I just like showed them how much money I had, they'd Sell me something. I mean, he certainly can try. Um, doesn't hurt. Coin does talk, oh, so I'll go. I'll give it a try. Okay, just so we're free to leave the house. Free to leave the house. All of you are registered as honored guests of the Rona Estate, and anybody who tries to mess with you because you're not from here, you can refer them to me or uh, my wife, and we'll deal with it. I can deal with it. I'm sure. Just it's better can't to kill them though. Like that is, yeah. No, you cannot. Like um, I'm, I'm. I haven't done it in a while, so. Well, that's good. Not killing is. No, it's not good. Killing is not I'm, a kill. Killing's not a good thing. Or killing. I like it. You like. Okay. Well, I mean that's um. Mainly innocence, but I haven't done that in a while. Battle's kind of okay. This is over. I'm oversharing. My bad. Let's keep that to yourself. Yeah, I. That's probably best. Oh, okay. I'll put my walls back up. I won't open up again. 
Malleus like sees his daughter. See, see Osiris. Sees Osiris just ripping across the <laughs> ripping across the house. I assume he has a, a a rapier in his mouth. No, he's going to get Thaddeus's rapier from him. Oh, okay. Thaddeus, you see a a black shadow mastiff roll up to you and just kind of sit with his tail slightly thumping against the ground. Um. I'm going to pull out my rapier, and does he have, like, a little loop that I can stick it in? No, he's just going to bite the hilt and take it from you. Okay. <laughs> Bites the hilt, he grabs it. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever seen the videos of, uh, of, of the, of the little, uh, the Australian Shepherd Border Collie on TikTok with a, that has a, a, a fake yes. sword running around. Yes. yes. That's, that's kind of what it reminds you of. as <laughs> <laughs> As Osiris runs through, he's just kind of like shaking his head a little bit, excited. He has something in his mouth. Uh, Mally's like, okay. But, uh... Well, looks... While everyone's doing that, I'm going to go to the shop and you can just get to me whenever everyone's done. Yeah. Okay. Just well, ma magic shop, I guess. Okay, that's fine. Um, I know it's going to take me a while, but here's my roll. That that's what I was about to ask for. Um, good. Eighteen. Yeah, you're. Takes you some time. Um, I'd say a good hour, hour and a half. Uh, with the spare parts you have there, you are able to make a good headway on it. Um, you're able to, uh, smelt and bend metal to where you need it. But you, it, with an eighteen and the amount of time, it depends on how much time you're willing to put into it. Are you enough to get it proper? Okay, well, that's going to take until uh, probably until the nighttime to get it. I'll do it. Okay, so you're going to have everybody wait for you as you finish. Oh, they can go do what they want. I'll work on it. Okay. So all of you see Zane just kind of head down working on it. Uh, uh, Elka, make a general perception check for me, please. Ten. Ten. You look down, you kind of feel a, a strange sensation on your elbow. And you look down and you see what was fur. You see just a tiny little spot right on the tip of your elbow. A goldish, bronze-looking scale. That's small and kind of hidden by your fur. I'm going to, like, pick at it a little bit. Pick at it. It moves. Kind of feels like a loose tooth. Um, but it does not come detached. In fact, as you let go, it almost moves on its own and starts to set back into its spot naturally. Feels weird, but it doesn't hurt. I'm just gonna ignore it for now. Okay. And it's... it's and I like it's not, not draw attention. In the, it's small enough that you get the sense it's not noticeable to most. Other, other I was gonna say if you're trying to if you're trying to hide it, I would definitely be watching, so I would say roll a we'll say sleight of hand. 
God. You're trying to... 19. You're trying to beat Vaten's passive perception. Which is like a million, right? It's 23, so... 23. Uh, you do notice a tiny little... Uh, you're picking at something near her elbow. Um, and you do notice it's kind of goldish, bronze in color. Um, but kind of looks like a scale, but so small that you can see that she's trying to hide it. So doesn't... And do you see that she's not very concerned about it? So... You get the sense that maybe maybe she's expected it, or just a, I don't know. It's kind of hard, kind of hard to read in the sense, but she's definitely trying to hide it for yeah. some reason. Gotcha. Either way, I'm not going to make any mention of it, make any big deal about it, anything like that. I'm just gonna notice and keep. Okay. You know, staring at the wall or whatever I'm doing. Gotcha. Okay. Well, as Zane works, uh, Ori, you want to go and try to knock on a shop's door? Yeah, I'll go to the magic shop. Okay. Magic shop is closed, um, but knock on the door. They're strong enough. It's loud enough. No need to roll like a performance or anything like that. And it takes about five minutes for somebody to come to the door and eventually, uh, and some obsessive knocking. And eventually someone does come to the door. You do see a young 18-year-old, 18 to 19-year-old uh, tiefling woman, uh, bluish skin, um, almost uh, almost purple, purplish blue, like a mixture between sapphire and amethyst. Um, and she kind of looks at... Uh, uh, hi? We're we're closed. Um, but I mean, clearly you're here. Can I help you? I'm looking to buy. I'm going to battle. Oh, what are you? You want to get rich? What are you looking to buy? Armor. Kind of armor. What do you got? All sorts. I got this much. And how much are you showing her? Uh, he'll just hold up his coin, like his whole coin bag. How much? How many coin? How much? How much gold uh, do you have? He has forty-five hundred gold pieces, five hundred fifty-four platinum, wow, and mm-hmm. silver and copper. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. For that much. Um, are you looking for a specific type of armor, like plate armor, or? Are you looking to be fully armored? Or are you looking to be maybe more like wearing a breastplate or? What's the best armor I could buy with this? Well, easily a full set of plate armor that's enchanted. Um, that would be, well, full plate armor, um, standard plate armor is thousand plus the enchantment which is about five for nine thousand gold um I have this piece of armor uh it's it's one size fits all I'll magically uh adapt to your body um and it gives you resistance to all 
um, cold damage where you know it's really cold. Um, especially if there's like a a creature. Um, you say you're going to battle. There's definitely ma uh, magicians out there and mages that can use um, ice magic that you'd be able to pretty much deal with that type of damage pretty well. Um, now, if you wanted something custom made, you'd have to buy the armor. Um, and then you'd have to have us custom enchant it uh, for something. I mean, it just really depends what you want. Wouldn't For 10,000-ish gold, you can have pretty much any relatively intermediate enchantment with, with a full plate armor. How long would it take you to enchant it? If it was custom, um, well, that depends on how much extra you're willing to pay. Um, but for say ten thousand gold, um, for a standard intermediate enchantment, which is basically resistance to any type of damage that you want, um, take me about so for a custom one. Take me by myself. It take me about a week and a half. Um, now, if you paid extra and someone else was helping me, um, could probably cut that in half. But the extra would have to pay for another enchanter, which would be expensive. Admittedly, it's not it's not cheap work. I, I wish I wish it could be cheaper, because especially in these times and this world, it's people with armor. You definitely need better armor to protect yourself against all the various creatures that want to kill you. So, um, but that's just how it, how it goes. Uh, or if you wanted to buy one that's already pre-enchanted yet, you'd have to deal with the type of enchantments that we have, but it'd be slightly cheaper. Probably I could sell you that, that cold resistance for 9,000. I can sell you that one with a little bit extra protection, which is a, uh, plus another plus one to your AC enchantment. Um, for about 8,500. Um, and then there's, I also have one that has lightning resistance. So any sort of lightning damage you'd have resistance to. That's another 9,000. Um, I have uh, a breastplate that I just enchanted that is definitely cheaper um, for the full enchantment and any uh, more protection. There's one, there's some for all types of, I have one for. All types of damage resistance. Um, those would go about five to six thousand gold. I mean, I don't know what you're looking for. So, uh, one second. <laughs> what about um, normal plate armor? Just a standard plate armor? Hmm. Good. Let me check my ledger. I think I probably have one set. Um, standard plate. Uh, I could get I you... Subtract the enchantment. Just So just, just the plate armor? Um, yeah, you're strong enough. You should be able to wear it. Uh, I'd say... 1,500 gold. Now, reminder, this is pretty heavy armor. You're a big guy, so I, I assume you'll be able to wear it, but um, with the... Now, that's just standard plate. That doesn't fit to your body. 
Uh, if you wanted a brief enchantment for the auto fitting that most magic armor does, uh, it'd be another extra 150 gold. And that'd take me... That one? Actually, I have a rune for it, so... Probably take me about 30 minutes if you wanted that, so... Can, can you improve this armor physically? Physically? Are you, like, like better metal? So this one's made out of steel. Um... It, above board, he's just asking for, like, a plus one. Gotcha. Um... Well, I do have a plus one... Uh, I do have plus one plate armor with uh, with auto fitting, and I told you it's uh eighty five hundred gold for that. I mean, that that enchantment is a bit expensive. I'll take that. Okay, eighty five hundred gold. Um, uh, he'll hmm. hand her. Let's see. Forty-five hundred gold and four hundred and fifty platinum. Okay, so you, to be so you're giving her nine thousand gold. Oh, sorry, I meant uh, four hundred platinum. Four four hundred four thousand gold. Okay. Or wait, it was eighty-five, right? Yeah. Okay, then uh, sorry, forty-five hundred and four hundred platinum. Okay, she she kind she kind of like looks at it, gauges. Yeah. Well, pleasure doing business with you. Um. Reminder that his heavy, loud armor. Um, so if you're trying to be quiet, it's probably not your best suit, but you're a big guy, so I don't know if that's something you'd be trying to do anyways. Perfect for a battlefield, though. Appreciate it. Actually, could I get a slight discount with the splint armor? Oh, yeah, with those splint you're wearing? Um... Yeah, it looks fairly new. I'd say How about and she'll like count out. Um, let's see here. She'll count out a hundred and fifty platinum. Uh, I'll give you. Well, hold on. No, sorry, not one hundred and fifty platinum. One hundred and fifty gold. My brain. Uh, she's like, I'll give you. How does 150 gold sound? Off. Fine by me. All right, here you go, and she'll give, she'll give you back 150 gold. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for your patronage, even though we're closed. Um, if you're ever back in town and you need something enchanted, uh, you can come find me. My name is Verna. Um, I'm more than willing to do any work you need. Appreciate it. Alright, that's about all that I want <clears throat> all that I want to do. Okay. So you you so it was plus one plate armor. Yeah, so instead okay. of being a base eighteen uh AC it'll be base nineteen. Alright. And Ori's now wearing as Ori walks back to the house, you see Ori in just full Are you have did you put the armor on? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you see Ori walk back in just full, like, paladin-like plate armor that's form-fitting to his body. Hell but, yeah. Alright. Unless anybody else wants to do anything, we can fast forward in time, since we are getting a tad bit late. 
Okay. Okay. I'd say it gets to about just just before sunset. Uh, Zan, you have finished uh, Thaddeus's uh, mechanical enhancement to his um, to his rapier. I'll have the character. I'll have the uh, item card for you in a few days, Todd, for it uh, for combat wise. Um, but it does do, uh, it looks, well, Zane, you want to, you want to explain what it looks like, Mr. Uh, Mr. Creator? Uh, yeah. So it looks <clears throat> like his rapier does, except there's now like a trigger mechanism where you underneath the like hilt piece that guards his hand with it. And, uh, there's a small channel to which he can stick small vials of poison in and then hit the trigger to kind of eject it through the blade. Okay. So this, uh, with a vial, um, granted you'll have to, uh, pour it in, you know, whatever works the best. Yeah. You'll have to find, you'll have to find an injector. You have to find a vial that can fit the poison inside of it. And based off the poison that you put inside of it, which I will have a table for you, um, based off the book you just got, um, in the in the library um will have different types of effects and damage for it so as you all walk up anders just gonna kind of like stretch we all done ready to go i think so okay well they're gonna have to search the ship um i've already Kind of talked ahead and told my brother what's going on, and they've already started the the search. Um, since he's my, you know, since he's basically my right hand man, they listened to him and they said that was fine. So, um, if all of you are ready to go, um, Zane, I know you, you may want to say goodbye to your parents at this point. Malleus has definitely walked out. By the way, he's gone back to doing whatever Malleus does. If you want to go track down your parents. Before you, before we leave, that's fine. Um, but um, I don't really have a destination of where we want to go. I know we just kind of want to leave here. Leon owes us money. Artemis, so. it is. All right, I'll go. I'll go prep the crew, and if anybody wants to follow me to the ship, we can do that, and um, we can get into the well, into the water first, and then up in the sky once we leave the Bay of Scholars. So. Sound good? Um, yep. Alright. And all of you are gonna walk uh, walk your way to uh um walk your way to the lily of the sky. Um, Zane, are you gonna go try to find your track down your parents, go to your dad in his office, or are you gonna uh nope. Okay. So you're just gonna follow the crew to the ship? Yep. Okay. All of you are back. Well, granted, I don't have a docked ship map, but all of you get back up into the ship. Um, the search takes about another 30 minutes to an hour. Um, once you once you arrive, they all check you and make sure you, you are who you are. Cast detect magic on all of you to make sure you're not uh, disguising yourself in any way. Um... And then you see uh, Zane. You recognize them as the um, uh, the steel trap 
auditors. They're the basically the, the detectives of the city. Um, they look at you, nod to you. One of them puts a hand on your shoulder and says, Well, hope you come back someday, uh, Mr. Rona. I'm sure your parents would love to see you. And just make sure they stay in good shape while I'm gone. I'll, after everything your family's been through, we'll make sure of it. Your mom's going to be a, probably promoted soon if she wants a job, so she'll definitely be protected. Good. All right. You guys are good to fly, Mr. Newgate. You guys can uh, make your way out of the Bay of Scholars, and you know the you know the deal. You've been here before. And uh, Ander just kind of, like, nods. Yep. And all of you, as you go to, as you see the ship get placed back down into the water, uh, Zane, you see your uh, your mom and your dad on one of the floating uh, contraptions that they've created. And they're kind of like, they float, or they come flying over as you are taking uh, off uh, on the ship through the through the Bay of Scholars, and they see you, and they just kind of wave at you. Um, I'll wave back. Zane, you hear in your head your mom's voice. You left without saying goodbye again, but that's fine. Just make it make it to wherever you're going safely, and make sure you make it back to us alive. And a nod at her. And uh, you guys cruise in the open water. Sunset starts to... You see the sunset over the horizon start to uh, turn into darkness. Um, and you all feel... For the first time in about a week and a half, the freedom of the open air and the open ocean again. You feel the magic crystals on the side of the ship start to vibrate in light as as you see very clearly markings in the water, almost like they're basically buoys uh, that show the uh, okay to fly zone. And as you go past those buoys, you feel the boat, the ship slowly start to rise and you are in the sky again, sailing towards Artemis, and uh, whatever follows. Um, some of you thinking about potentially your mortality. Some of you thinking about the brand new uh, shiny new sword you just got. Um, or he's just happy to be out of there. He fucking hated that place. <laughs> yeah, but it's about to end also. You no longer is great. Or he almost went to jail for nothing and that kind of upset him. <laughs> It's fair. But you guys, whoever, you know, standard, Vaten probably stays on the top deck. Uh, you you go to sleep for the night. You get another long rest. I don't think any of you use any spells or got hurt at all during that day. Um, but that's where we're going to end tonight. Um, we'll pick up next week um, with flying our way back to Artemis and whatever follows after. So, thanks for playing. Uh, I had a quick question. Sure. The guards, uh, they, like, searched our person, right? 
they cast you saw them cast a, a spell which you assume which you've seen Alara do. You assume it was detect magic. That was to see if any of you were um were disguising yourself like via uh, magic. But then no, they didn't like pat you down or anything. Uh, I was just gonna ask, uh I don't know the session's over, but I was wondering what the guards' reactions were were when they saw the mimic tongue strapped to my belt. They just kinda I'd say they just kinda looked and maybe lifted an eyebrow and then just there's notes about you in the in the database that they were checking. Big Minotaur Man tends to have shit hanging from his belt. Um, physically imposing. Definitely is a dangerous person. <laughs> but other than that, no, they, they didn't. They've seen weirder. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but thank you for playing. We'll be right back. Okay, everyone. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, we're uh, hopefully going to be getting back to a uh, 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 interesting time next weekend. But anyways, thank you for watching. All of you have a wonderful night. Corgan, as always, you've been hanging out ever since the beginning, and I appreciate the hell out of you. Um we will be hopefully on time next Sunday. Now there is a slight chance that that may have to change. I may have to may have to start a little late. Um, I, there's a chance that I am helping a friend move next weekend, and it's not very close. It's 16 hours away. I'm driving down to Arkansas to help him move. So uh, maybe uh, we're still. I'm still waiting to hear the absolute on that. But I may have to. Uh, I may be getting back Sunday, and I w I will be running a session Sunday, but. We'll see if we can start on time. But thank you for watching again. And uh, if you want to check out timeroll.com, it's there. Uh, you can check out shirts like this. This is why we tell stories. Um, and fucking sticker, a sticker. Come on, come on, give me this the, the freaking logo sticker. There it is. If you want to get a sticker, this is the biggest uh, option. This is mainly for cars. Uh, they also sell them in. Uh, one inch by one inch options um as well as stuff like the beanie the time to roll actually these are discontinued because of the twitch logo i need to i think i'm going to replace it with the time to roll logo but the apparently twitch had a hissy fit about me using their logo on my merch so which i get it but thanks for watching again i'll talk to you guys later peace out